Yeah. So I got my bow tie on, yeah I could be chillin' now So I got my dad hat on, yeah Wow, wow I could be chillin' now So I got my dad hat on, yeah I could be suitin' up So I got my bow tie on, yeah Dad hats and bow ties Dad hats and bow Dad hats and bow ties Dad hats and bow I could be suitin' up so I got my bow tie on, yeah. I could be chillin' now. So I got my dad hat on, yeah. Dad hats and bow ties, dad hats and bow. Dad hats and bow ties, dad hats and bow ties. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of Dad Hats and Bow Time Week. Damn, bow tie. Damn, bow ties. Nigga, you tired? Mm, a little bit. Damn. Um, episode seventy-seven. Are we here, guys? Oh, we here here. We ain't even got to introduce ourselves. Nigga, you know the name. Come on. Yeah, if you've been listening this long, you know yeah, the name. You know Shout that. out to our Spotify listeners, though. That is yeah. getting wild, That bro. viewership is you getting, getting crazy. It's getting, 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 getting kind of nice. Shout out to the Spotify's. We, we got a couple of you know subscribers pulling up on there. Nice. I would say that's our most consistent group. Damn, you sick. One second. <laughs> doing a lot, sir. <laughs> doing a lot, right? I'm you? just in a good mood. <laughs> You better be in a good mood, nigga. I don't know how fuck that fucked up the video. Yeah, me neither. <clears throat> I'm just all in right. a good mood, bro. Um, we ain't got an all man today. Were you skipping past that? Uh, we could do all mans. What's up? Uh, shit. Um, I don't really have an all man. I was just saying if we had an all man. I'm, I'm great, man. It's been a good, pretty good day for me today. Yeah, I just yeah, came yeah. Uh, from a group of young people that I work with. They just won nice. championship. So Congrats I don't got an all man. Oh, shit. Right there. Yeah. <clears throat> um, high right. school. Uh, so again... In lieu right. of Valentine's Day, and this is the eve of Valentine's Day. Yes, it is. Um, a lot of we, niggas getting dumped tomorrow. That's real tough. A lot, of, a, a lot of niggas <laughs> getting in trouble tomorrow. And a lot of girls getting double fucked tomorrow. Facts. Wait, what? What? <laughs> double fucked? Yeah. yeah. Do you mean like fucked in the morning and fucked at night? There's no like other way. Two different niggas? By nah, two different he means, niggas. He, he, he means threesome. Come on. No, nah, I meant two different niggas. Uh, oh. This is an interesting. That's topic. wild, bro. A lot that, of that girls happens? getting fucked twice tomorrow, bro. <laughs> Yo. Yo, when they hear this Ooh. shit on Tuesday, boy, boy, a lot Ooh. of niggas getting fucked twice a tomorrow. Lot of niggas, fucked tomorrow a too. lot of niggas fucking three hopefully bitches no tomorrow. Dick comes, <laughs> hopefully, no dick comes in my ass. I, I didn't right. mean that. <laughs> <right>. <laughs> Do whatever rocks your boat, yeah, sir. Whatever that shit gonna rock more than my boat, nigga. It's gonna shake the waves. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um. <laughs> In lieu of Valentine's Day, <laughs> we are doing the heartbreak, Damn. high school heartbreaks again. Yeah. Uh, We're talking about that shit. I, I'm, I'm excluded from this conversation. <laughs> and this conversation it, right and here. it looks like I've been um, uh, demoted from no longer doing the intro song. Nigga, so. people came to me and was like, why did this thing was done? Why didn't y'all fuck just, y'all. Why fuck y'all you just listeners. drop the drop? Drops I said, drop. I told this nigga that. I don't care. But now we're gonna, gonna, now, the music, yeah, bro. We're going to play now. now. Just, fuck y'all. Just for these niggas right here. Peace All right. Let's, let's, let's come in right now. All right. All right. It came in. You don't even got ears on it, bro. Cute. I know I'm sexy. Yeah. It is what it is. You got the look. That's how the girls walk. You got the moves. 
That gut is on essential. That gut is on PHB. What's what's your story this this week? This what is you talking about, bro? I don't know. What, what are you talking about, bro? I'm trying to get into the heartbreak right now. I'm trying to get what you coming from, dude. Um, heart, heart, high school heartbreak. Um, one time, I uh, broke up with this chick that I was dealing with in high school, and I uh, broke up with her because I basically told her that I was kind of feeling another chick. Say it with your chest. And that chick ended up playing a nigga, and I felt real shitty. <laughs> And then yeah, I tried to in high school, bro. I tried to get my I tried to get my ex back and she wasn't with the shits at all. You're chasing a lot of girls in high school, sir. At least yeah. it wasn't a revenge porn story like <laughs> last <laughs> boy. I'm waiting for this to finish out because y'all like the way he looks. Yeah, because you know it's, it's gonna, gonna end go, bad. It's like yeah, a twist. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's got a twist. Yeah, I'm scared, bro. You guys are ready? It's gonna end bad. <laughs> go ahead, sir. It's either gonna end up shitty or <laughs> literally Let me finish! Let me finish that. Let's, Come let's, on. Let's see how this works out. <laughs> so long story short, uh, I fucking told my, all my friends to get her in a room. Um, all right. <laughs> stop. <laughs> don't, don't do it, son. You about to get reindicted like Jesse Smart. I don't know. I don't know. Like the way Damn, bro. I told them to get her in a classroom oh, and make no. sure everybody like that's like her friends and shit. Everybody gets to the classroom. This is like last period. I didn't go this to nigga s- tried to propose. I wait, wait. It, it was close. Wait, <laughs> I didn't go to school. I didn't go to school that day. I planned the whole day out. All right. And <laughs> <laughs> I don't know where this is going, bro. Well, I don't like. Damn, it. I can't finish. <laughs> Literally, <laughs> don't choke, daddy. Yeah. Come on, <laughs> don't yeah. choke. Uh, anyway, uh, all right. <laughs> so. They got her in the room like I told them to. And basically, <laughs> I walked into the room with roses and the whole class was like stunned. And I was like, yo, um, I actually stopped the teacher. Wait, you ain't go to class. I ain't go to class. You, you ain't go to school. No, and I stopped the teacher from teaching. But how do you, so you just came into school? Yeah, I just came to school, eighth period. Nope, you nope. stopped the teacher from teaching? Yeah, I did. For a chick that you weren't with no more? Yeah. Okay. But this nigga got on me last week for right. <laughs> dropping rose petals <laughs> on the ground. Yeah. Nigga, you didn't even go to school. Yeah, I didn't. Let's skip, let's skip the whole fucking day. Seven periods. Right. Continue. <laughs> so, <laughs> walking the uh, walking the classroom, all black on, got the roses, and I basically just tell the whole class, listen, I'm not trying to mess nobody's situation up in terms of like their day or whatever. Spajas to the teacher. I'm like, listen, really want you back. Yada yada, confessing my in mm-hmm. front of everybody. They like, oh, all the chicks going crazy. Gave her the roses as I'm walking out. Um, you know, I just I gave her the roses and was like, you know, you know, just think about it. As I'm walking out, the bitch threw them in the garbage. Oh, class was like, oh, you got played. <laughs> that shit was horrible, bro. I felt a nigga whole oh, heart drop out. I think almost, I think almost fell outside. Wait, the class, was so. she ain't even wait for you to leave the class. No. <laughs> Do you still know her to this day? Jesus Christ. <laughs> I, we haven't spoken in, in, in a while. Okay. Pharaohs of Egypt. <laughs> Damn, that was, that was real so, tough. Uh, that was harsh. Yeah, that was tough. Heartbreak, you know, I guess that was, you know, for revenge in terms of, you know, me telling her, you know, you know I'm really feeling this shit. I had just met the chick over the summer. Wait, wait, wait. Hold on. Wait, wait, wait. 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 Wait, wait, w
Hell no. What happened? She broke up with you. No, I broke up with her. Wait, hold hold on, son. This, okay. this, this, this is rocky, bro. <laughs> nigga, I got to break down the math, break yeah, down the science on this nigga shit, bro. When did this happen? This happened, so like, I broke up with her like in the summer. Because, because you wanted to see another chick. Yeah. And then that chick curves me. So of course she what threw your shit. What type of wacky <laughs> shit is this, bro? How the fuck you gonna break up with the shorty to go for another shorty? I thought shorty? it was gonna work. The fuck you and your fucking work, nigga? You should have stick your ass with the homie that you thought you could fuck with. And then you want to come and bring... Wait, when did you take the roses for? When did I what? What what month did you take the roses for? Um, Let me see. This situation happened, I think, maybe like in October. Like, it was right after the program ended. Shorty curved me. I was like, damn, I got to get my ex back. That's wild, bro. Yeah. That's what happens to you when you do silly shit, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to call you all I was silly, tight, silly boy. Shit. I was like, fuck. And uh, yeah, bro, she threw them shits right in the garbage as I'm leaving the room, and I just heard a big, "Damn, nigga, you got played, man!" Love. I was like, "Oh, I felt my heart." <laughs> it's October. You had to go to school for the did rest of the year. Did you look back or did you keep walking? I kept walking, bro. You know I look back. <laughs> you better have looked back. I was hurt, honestly, nigga. bro. I took the rest of the week off. <laughs> <laughs> At that point, you might as well let it rock, nigga. You better. Yeah, my heartbreak walk. stories is fucking crazy, bro. That yeah, shit. Yeah, that was wild. Ain't, ain't no shit like that. That shit broke a nigga me. heart, boy. I was like, fuck. I got three in mine. This nigga said he got three. All right, but <laughs> one of them I don't know. I don't know if I should bring it up. Um. Wow. Thank you, Microsoft. Again, they doing a lot right now. Um. Let me Thank think. Microsoft. Well, in freshman year, you was a thought. No, nah, I was never a thought in high school. Um. Okay. Fresh <laughs> nigga just told you in the sophomore year he was laying pedals <laughs> on the ground. Fuck, he was in freshman year, nigga. Freshman year. <laughs> I was I, I was dealing with a, a different crowd I'm of, All of, right. of people. All right. And uh the girl that I liked was one of the smartest girls in the school. Mm-hmm. Um but this was kind of this was the second time that I confronted a bit of racism as to one of the reasons why I couldn't date a particular type of girl. Oh, so okay. she was Korean. And she had her like subset of white friends and all of that. And um, I know what this is going. I think for Valentine's Day I got her something like a little chocolate or something like that. And she <clears throat> was blushing and like really excited about it. But I think I told her too, like, yo, I oh, that's what I did. All right. So my homeboys, they um, they always played me for this joint. So what happened was I think either in the lunchroom or when we were walking home, I think when we were going home, yeah. I, I had a bag of like stuff for her and I just, I dropped it to her and was like, here you go. And I ran off. But <laughs> <laughs> you bitch ass nigga. I was, I was a bitch ass like, nigga. Like, ah! <laughs> when it came, <laughs> you imagine X said, here you go. <laughs> 
There you go. And the I had box braids, my nigga. Right. I had box braids yeah, at the, the time. Did so they were bringing yeah. them shit. So he gave me the shit. And he was like, go. Nigga probably had the silly run too. Yep. The anime run, my nigga. So I dropped her. I was like, here you go. And I walked off. Well, I didn't even want to see what her response was. But, um. Damn. Yeah, I mean, I already knew that things wasn't going to work out because I could already tell that her group, I think I had a like conversation one time with her friend who I went to elementary school with, mm-hmm. um, and she just had a lot of these like raci- racist notions, and the girl that I liked even had to check her once and was like, but nah, what you're saying is not right, those are all stereotypes, whatever. Really interesting time in life, but... uh. Yeah, that was the. It, it, it wasn't like an OD heartbreak. Like she didn't break my heart, but I knew it wasn't gonna work out, so I didn't even press my luck even go any with further it. with that. So I guess that would be my my high school heartbreak. That's wild. Uh, let's get into the shit. Let's yeah. get let's, into let's, it, let's, my let's, friends. Let's get into it, baby. Come on. Uh, who he call? He calling you, baby? I don't know who he's calling. Baby. I thought he was talking to you. <laughs> I'm just, I'm just saying. That's just a. You talking to Siri? Is you sending a text? No, 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 no. Okay. Uh, all right. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Um. All right. So, if a toxic person changes, like oh, they are starting to be a better person, should you let them back into? How your do life? you know they're becoming a better person? Like, I need an example. Let's say. All right. Feeling is prime working. example. Prime example. There is a person that I know that back in the day, they were. A bug out. <laughs> they was doing shit that was clearly like, I right, you really trying to play. Nigga. Right. Like, you trying to, you act like I'm a fool. Did you uh, smash? We're not talking about that. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> we're talking about it's people. A, it's a most likely. <laughs> we're talking about people who Good have diversion. been toxic in your Good life. Diversion. I like that. Friend or lovers. Yeah. And then you kind of get reconnected with them. And they're no longer toxic, or they're trying. They're acting as if they're no longer toxic. I don't trust these hoes, bro. I don't know. <laughs> it don't bro. gotta be a girl. Oh niggas. Oh niggas. Oh yeah. I, boy, I, these, I. I could come up with an example of. I got a, a few a, niggas. A nigga too. Right. I don't fuck with these niggas. No, nigga toxic. I'm gonna leave that nigga on the side. I think unless we're uh, really good friends. I think it depends on what you see them do, and you see them do something not for them, but not 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 for you, but something that they do like. Um, for somebody else, in like a, a mm, good like a good point. like you see them, chill, jeez. Um, <laughs> I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> continue with your fucking statement, bro. You fessing me up. <laughs> you see them do something in like the public eye that maybe they normally wouldn't do, but they're doing it to just highlight something positive, and you're mm-hmm. like, oh wow. This person really is changing in terms of, you know, their attitude and their outlook maybe towards life. Maybe that will probably be, you know what I mean, the way that I would say maybe that's how you gauge if they've changed. Because, I mean, the only thing I could think of is, you know, the whole, you know, at some point, 50 ain't fuck with game. And mm-hmm. one day, niggas ran into each other. The world is smaller. Ran into each other in the club. Had a conversation. Niggas squashed the beef. 50 said he'll still never put game on G-Unit. But 50 also said, I'm cool with game. Right. I'm just like, and that took them niggas years to get over that shit. 
you know? So I, I think it depends on the people and the individuals. And I really think that Omarion is very just, you know, um, he, he's, he, he gives me Drake vibes when, you know, he's asked questions like, you know, where is his relationship with Little Fizz? And he's still kind of sticking to his narrative. Like, I don't have a problem with him, but at the same time, I don't mind. No, he was like, you know, there may, you know, you know, I'm not saying that a conversation can't be had, but, you know, we're just not in that space right now. So I'm just like, that's a different level of maturity, maturity that I don't know if most people is, you know, willing to get to. So shout out to that, brother. But I think that's how you can probably see somebody do some toxic shit. And then maybe you just let time do what it do. And then, you know, you see them do something and then you gauge whether or not you want to, you know what I mean? Build a bridge, rebuild the bridge with them that they burned. Yeah, because I'm like kind of <laughs> getting to this point where I don't really feel like leaving that door open. Oh, um, thank you, God. Because oh I had someone tell me not uh, like a while ago, oh, um, if I wanted to, I could take advantage of you because you wear your heart on your sleeve. You're so uh, patient and this, that, and the third. And I'm just like, no, you would never be able to take advantage of me. It's not that I don't see that you are a horrible person at this point in time or doing horrible shit. Is I am allowing you to be you because you claim that you're in a space of not knowing any better and or trying to grow from where you are. So I'm allowing you to make mistakes because I want you to grow and change and learn from your mistakes. But if you're not actively doing that, at some point I will have to remove myself. And that's where I'm at now. It's like I have to remove myself because you're not growing. You're not changing. You're still just doing the same shit. So... Now I'm just at the point now where it's like, all right, though, if if me being kind to you is going to be seen as me being naive and you thinking you could take advantage, that ain't that ain't what we're trying to do. So mm-hmm. if that's what people are getting from that, then right, I'm going to just start shutting the door on you niggas like early on. First time Damn. you do some stupid shit. I'm, I'm really liking this XAB. I... It is what it is. I mean, I, can I, I have him for life, please? Can he never switch up? Like, Can he just stay this way? But what is this man talking about? I don't know, bro. I was just going to say. <laughs> um, I agree with X. I think um, my tolerance level for things like that is very low. I'm, I'm a very move accordingly type of person. So if I see this is the way you're going to move, then I'm going to just move accordingly. I'm not a big, big, big fan of burning bridges. So it's me very either. rare. Yeah, it's very rare when I feel like I have to burn a bridge with someone. However, I do fall back quickly. Immensely, it, it, like it happens yeah. actually. Like you will fast. not get the same person. You will not. That's a big fact. Oh yeah, yeah. I agree with the that. The version you of can't. me you get, <clears throat> the version of me you get is de- definitely dependent on the person I think you are. Yeah. You feel me? Like you could get a very, very helpful and 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 resourceful person, and someone who's willing to do anything that's necessary as a friend, and you could get the, I might not answer your phone call when you call. Yeah, figure it out. Figure it out. You feel me? Like, I don't care anymore. So. And that's where I'm at right now. Yo, my nigga, figure it out. Like, I don't give Big a facts. fuck. I don't, care. I don't care what you need from me. Word, you stranded? Word. I'm the only nigga that's answering? I'm in Alabama, boy. Figure it oh, out, my nigga. Shit. I don't give a fuck. Like, because I'm in Alabama. Like, yeah, not, I'm, I'm not to be too life. specific about certain situations, but when you, when you actively... Change somebody's life in all aspects of their life. Damn. Financially, been a support system, been there when they needed you most, been there like and got them into certain situations. And they have a fixed their lips 
to say some negative shit about you to the point of like, not even to the point of like, oh, you was mad. This is like, oh, you trying to put dirt on my name. Like, that is like, oh, you got me fucked up. <laughs> you really, yeah, think, you 130% got me fucked I up. I think it comes down to that mentality of, and I hate when people do that thing when people would ask you for the favor and then turn around and said, well, I never asked you for it. But, Boy. but knowing that they insinuated the favor to begin with. Not even insinuated, begged for the favor. I said to but people, <laughs> no, people people don't like to admit when they're in vulnerable predicament. Yeah, no, nah, they so want to switch it up and make it, it seem like make they it seem never. Like, like, yo, like, I didn't have to go this far from you, for you, rather. I went this far for you because you made it seem like I had to. Or I knew your predicament. <clears throat> That's even I know where one. you at right now. Yeah. So, no, I I don't have to do this. Like, this isn't off your merit. <laughs> Bro, it's, it comes <laughs> what out. What you have. If, if someone comes around me and they're like, yo, y'all mad hungry right now. Y'all don't even got no bread. I'm starving. They never would say, yo, I'm hungry, buy me food. Right, can you buy but me you're food? you're sitting next to me complaining And I'm about, about to bust down. And I'm about to eat this tree-piece <laughs> chicken, boy. <laughs> I'm not going to do that to you. I'm not going to do that to you. I'm going to be like, yo, you need something to eat. You need some food. Like, what's good? You feel me? Or if I'm heading out to get food. Oh, I'm, I'm not even going to make you feel uncomfortable about it. I'm just going to do it. I'm just going to do it, yeah. Yo, what you want? You want some, some nuggets? I'm about yeah, to go back up there and get, get a drink. Something. Like, that's the type of people that bother me because those are the people that will sit there and act as if though, well, I never said you had to buy it. Yeah, but you were about to go into a famine, my nigga. Cardiac like, arrest, my nigga. <laughs> like, what did you Foaming want me to do? Foaming at the mouth. Like, like, what type of person would I have been if I didn't take it upon myself to help you? Right. You feel what I mean? If so, I just bust down a whole three-course meal. Three-course meal. And you sitting there talking about, damn, I ain't bring hear no money the, out. I'm the hungry. growls in your belly. I could hear it, bro. <laughs> like... <laughs> But, but I, I never I told you to buy it. Nigga, yes, you did. I'm fucking mm. dead, my nigga. Damn, I don't know how I'm going to get home. You want me to give you a ride? Yo, that's the shit that I be <laughs> talking about. I don't know how I'm going to get home. Oh, my God. My I metro gotta... car not working. This nigga was mad at me about that shit the other day. We was talking about something. He's like, nigga, that's not your job. I was oh, like, it's not. I was like, you right. Facts. This nigga was really tight with me on some shit. Like, he said, nigga, what are you doing? <laughs> I think the exact words was, nigga, so. They could find their own right, way. Right, yeah, yeah. They could find their own way. I was like, damn, son, this nigga is the greatest. Right. This nigga's the greatest of all time. Nah, because I just don't like, <clears throat> I don't like these situations that seem to be arising now, especially right. between <clears throat> this 2018, 2020 frame <clears throat> where people are like, they give you half your ass, half their ass to kiss. Mm-hmm. But then kind of want to keep you in this space where it's like, oh, I'm nice to you when I want to be. But then when I don't want to be, it's just like, nigga, I never asked you to be so nice to me. And it's like, what, nigga? (laughs) What are you saying right now? So it's like in your particular situation, it it just seemed like the person was kind of falling back, but still wants you to take it. Care them and it's like, not nah, what are you talking about? Like, how am I supposed to do both? Right, big <laughs> facts, bro. You, you gotta... falling back from me, but you still want me to be kind of giving you yeah. 80 to 100 percent, but you giving me 40 right now. Mm-hmm. Facts, how that work? That don't work, but uh, yeah, Amber's yeah. forehead tattoo. Yeah, what's... I don't even, I haven't even seen she it. She looks, bro. listen, 
What's happening though? Like she looks crazy. (laughs) I'm gonna just put it out. She looks crazy. She looks crazy. Why do celebrities bad too? Yeah, she is, and she, you know, like this. There's the cute face tattoos where it's like, nah, it's not even that. Like it don't me- no, it messes up the whole aesthetic. She look crazy right now. <laughs> like, like it's like you need to get that removed. <laughs> it does not belong there. She looks bananas, and I, I think it's her her father's uh, name or something like that. Nobody cares. Which I think her father passed or something, and she R.I.P. So R.I.P. But the tat- an arm tattoo, right? Anything. A sleeve, a leg tattoo. Yeah, and she looks. <laughs> she something. knows she looks silly because she went on. Uh, there's a Keisha Cole show. Keisha Cole has a show on Fox 5. Keisha Cole has a show? Keisha what? Keisha Hold Cole. Let me fix this. <laughs> Keisha Cole has a talk show. Late night talk show. I'm sorry. And, I'm this <laughs> and Amber went on there and was like, you know, after Kobe died, and I don't really want to say that because I know that sounds corny, but after Kobe died, I just felt like I just needed to live my life. Bitch, yeah. stop. <laughs> what? Right. So Kobe... Death was like, bitch. Kobe spoke to you in heaven. Was like, get a no, tattoo on your head, bitch. Kobe all the way out of this. Listen, <laughs> get a tattoo on your head, bitch. Yes, Kobe. Kobe gave us a firm reminder that life is short. Yes, and things happen. Yes, which is all too real. Right, <clears throat> one hundred. But you know, at the same time, I'm that don't mean that's not an excuse went, to do silly shit. Do silly shit. <laughs> <It> just, <laughs> That that slight reminder in the back of your head that you sometimes you just can't take things for granted. She's a fucking that. idiot for that. I'm sorry, Amber um, Rose, you're a fucking idiot for that. that shit, and dude. we Fuck are equal him. opportunity uh, cut asses. Hell yeah, we cut so asses. Chris Brown looks stupid too the, with that new that shit on his nigga. Uh, what, what what I haven't even I gotta get her. Yeah, I, gotta I saw that. These. What Jordan number was that? Was that the sixes or the? Six? I don't fucking know. I was like, nigga, it, bro, it's so for his th- son. He put a, a baby. Jordan, baby Jordan on sneaker on the side of his right cheek. I'm like, this nigga is crazy. This, <laughs> I don't, I don't know. What, I don't know. What's I get up it. With y'all that got nigga, enough bro. money that y'all don't ever have to worry about working at nobody's job again. <laughs> so y'all can do, do whatever it, y'all want. Still but do it. I wouldn't do it. No, that nope. it, you you look crazy. Uh, hey man, more power to them. But yeah, yeah. I mean, I still love Chris. I'm not saying I don't love him. You just I was driving some Chris Brown coming here. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you, just, you, you look yeah. dumb, bro. Shout out to Breezy, but you look like an idiot. I love you, bro. We nah. both told Amber Rose, you you look fucking. You fucked yeah, it up. I, I gotta go check that out. You don't put a, a nigga. You have to a bumper sticker on a Bentley. I think that's the best way to uh, say. Okay, it. I see. I see. <laughs> uh, Bernie Sanders won New Hampshire. I that, that shit was day. epic. That was dope. Yeah, yeah, that was yeah, that was all over the radio yesterday. I was like, damn. Pete Buttigieg still has the highest share of delegates currently, mm-hmm. but um, yeah, Bernie Bernie won one, so yeah, it's gonna it's, it's gonna come. I keep saying it, man. <clears throat> it's gonna be hard, but there's only two people who could legitimately beat Trump, and Pete Buttigieg is one of them. Well, Bloomberg is getting some getting Bloomberg, that ass is in the fire right yeah, now. It's definitely Bloomberg, in the fire. His his um promo has been getting much more serious. Bloomberg has a, a legit. <coughs> he he, does, he does people, have good promo videos. I don't so. think people understand how much. No, I think people are starting to understand how much of a chance he actually has. But in doing so, the opposition research is coming out, and a lot of it is revolving around him and race relations, especially with the stop and frisk situation, mm-hmm. and how that turned into, I guess, a conversation he had yeah. where he was like basically telling people how to profile black people. Oh, they're black males between 18 and 26, I think. They're the most violent, like, though his words. 
So people have been packaging that up and putting and it's them funny out. because he had an ad the other day when I was driving the, with Obama. Um, that one? No, no, no. He had oh. an ad on on the Breakfast Club. We were talking about um he's been privileged most of his life, but he knows that this is not the case for black people. And if he was a black man, he wouldn't be that. He right. wouldn't be as far. I was just like, listen to this nigga talking Switch some, it up. Some, some shit on the radio. Because I, I think, like, right. I think the uh, stop and frisk thing was as recent as 2015 that they have him on shit. on record talking about it. Which and, is interesting because he hasn't been married since 2012. <laughs> right. And then the next thing is there's another conversation where he's talking about redlining. And they're, they're twisting that one, though. So this, basically what they're trying to say is that he was in favor of redlining. Okay. But that's not what he was saying. He basically said that in 2008, when the banks started to get predatory mm-hmm. and started to give out loans to people, including people who used to be in these red line districts, uh-huh. credit that they knew they couldn't pay back to buy these houses, that helped to balloon the market crash. Yeah. So he's not saying he's in favor of redlining. He's saying the banks were being predatory and they preyed on people that they who they once redlined yeah. and weren't, weren't giving credit Loans to. to. Yeah. I mean, that's what made the market, the real estate market crash in the first place. And that wasn't just black people that that, that happened to. Everybody, bro. They were just giving out loans to give out loans, knowing that certain people couldn't afford it. Yeah. And they knew what it was going to do. <clears throat> so um, I do think Judge has a decent chance of staying in the race solely because he keeps when you win and when you're like first or second, it keeps attention on you. Of course. So he's in this space right now where the attention is going to be on him. He's also having problems with race relations though. The mm-hmm. only nigga that's not having problems with race relations it's is Bernie. Because Bernie. Bernie is Bernie's locked up. Bernie. Bernie's the, <laughs> Bernie's the tiger. Yeah. So. I mean, um, I think and even with 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 Pete, I I just feel like when he goes up against Trump, it's gonna be hard. He's gonna have a very hard time against Trump because I think we're just concerned about the Democratic Party, but we also got to think about who's gonna be able to actually get up there and challenge Trump. No, I I think Pete is actually kind of a strong pick only because he is a veteran and he has like this Obama esque air about him and the way he presents himself. I'm not calling him Obama. I'm not saying he's Obama. But the way he talks and the way he presents himself is very like he's very articulate and he knows what he's talking about and he's very smart. And so if if he does go up against Trump, one, Trump can come up with all the silly little names for him as he wants, but Pete literally could beat his ass. So it's kind of like they put him side by side and, and that, you know, tit for tat comes... It's like, yo, your old ass need to chill out because I'm 37 and I'll wax mm. that ass all over this fucking yeah, joint. I mean, but I, I, I think I, from the support side, though, there's going to be a slight division. But we wouldn't know until that bridge gets crossed. He yeah. would have to beat Bernie first. If he could beat Bernie. If he a, could beat Bernie, Bernie, I think the what probably what the one thing or the couple things that you're worried about. Mm. I think if he's able to beat Bernie out, that'll be quite that'll, that'll be that'll kind of even the slate out. Because if he could legitimately beat Bernie, yeah, then I don't think he he would. It would still be a tight race because I could see where Trump side of the fence would. I know target. what Trump is going to do. We all know what yeah, Trump is going to do. We know what they're going to target. So I already I feel like he I already know what type of nickname he's going to give him. Yeah, mm. I already know what the whole campaign is going to be about, bro. Mm-hmm. In my mind, so. 
I he's already gonna, know what they're gonna nitpick on. I he's already gonna know. be like, "Oh, you a little boy's boy." Yeah, that's the first thing. Gonna, <laughs> that's the first thing he's that he's gonna, gonna say. He's gonna prey on all of the all of the religious people. And, then, and, about and it's a dog whistle for him to say "boy's boy." I can see it right now. Like, hey, when he say that stupid shit, and he's gonna purposely get up there and torment him. Yeah, and pick on him, and then and, and but it it won't be outright. It'll be little It'll little slash things because he know he can't offend yeah. these people either. So I think it's just going to be an interesting tactic. It's going to be a fun tactic to watch, watching them battle, because then you got to watch how Pete is going to be strategic and not let it bother him. Yeah, I do think Pete can push past. I think Pete has the ability to mature up the conversation. I think that's what his ability is. Mm. Like, in terms of where where it is right now, I think Pete can mature it up. I don't think Bernie will mature up the conversation. Because Bernie is a character himself. So Bernie is going to say some fired up shit right back at him. And is going to keep the politics in this area. Which I think a lot of voters are kind of turned off of. Um, and I think Elizabeth Warren just doesn't have strong enough comebacks. AB Col- Amy Colbashaw, I don't think she would have strong enough comebacks either. Bloomberg is another one that I think will is like right on par with Trump. I think Bloomberg... Bloomberg has the most intimidation tactic. Exactly, he can intimidate Trump he can right intimidate back. Trump, yep. Like they, that you look him in the eye. <laughs> that's what you. That's what you want to go it's with. Funny, it? Bernie has such an innocent. I mean, not Bernie. No, um, Pete. Um, Bloomberg. When you look at him, he has such an innocent look to his face. He doesn't have that stern, make you like, oh snap, that's 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 Mike. He just has this very innocent slump, just chill look to him, but. You look in his eyes. The eyes. Yeah, nah. It's his eyes. Now nah, you could de- definitely tell that he'll look at Donald Trump like it'd be like, "That's how you feel, Donald." I think this is what this is how I feel. I feel like Bloomberg has three tiers of how he wants to fuck up Trump. <laughs> He's like tier one, tier two, or tier three. Which one do you want me to do? Depending on what you say and do, mm-hmm. I'm gonna pick one. I'm gonna go all the way. I'm gonna go deep into your shit that I know about. Mm-hmm. Like if you want me to just do tier one and it just be on policy. Keep it cute. Like we said that. Keep it cute, Donald. Keep it cute, my guy. But uh, if you want me to really fuck your shit up, remember, I got 10 times your worth. So I know 10 times yeah. what you've done and all the dumb shit that you've done in your past. But Donald Trump has been bugging out, too. Um, the DOJ mm-hmm. has interfered in a political case, which is like unprecedented in history mm-hmm. um, with the Roger, Roger Stone situation. So... A lot of people are not fucking with him. His his approval rating had went up to forty nine, but now it's down to forty one. Oh, okay. So, um, yeah, let's get into this fucking Gail and Oprah back. The backlash people are getting for giving her backlash. That's basically where we at right now. Oh no, man, Gail, 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 um. First of all, Gail's body is crazy. Anybody seen Gail's body lately? I'm not doing that. I'm not doing that, bro. (laughs) Gail's body is retarded. All right. So this is where Gail fucked up in that interview. Gail fucked up when, not necessarily when she asked the question about Kobe. She was like, of of course you wouldn't know. That's the part that she fucked up on. When she said that part. Oh, yeah. That was was the. I was like, that was it. I mean, the whole interview to me was distasteful. (laughs) You knew where you were going with that. But that's because I feel like we have an awareness beyond, and I think that the black community has just gotten to this point too, where it's like, we know where these questions are catered to. Facts. That wasn't for the black 
voting is I don't Facts. feel like. So I think also too that this is actually starting to show Gail's true colors. I think Gail and Oprah. Uh, well, Oprah, I feel like we knew, bro. Mm. Gail? Yeah, Gail. I don't know if we knew, bro, because like I just said, you know, have you guys seen her body? That ass is crazy. That ass is on What does it have to do with anything? What does it have to do with anything? Nothing, but I'm just saying, like, you know. All right, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I just feel like it's just a different way for them to approach it from a different network, from a different set of eyes. I think Oprah. Right. Oprah is Oprah. We know what Oprah is doing. Oprah is also not doing interviews outside of her own network. Nope. Right. Gail is on, I want to say, Fox? No, no it's it's, NBC. I think it's CBS. CBS, yeah. CBS? And she, yeah, and she different cl- crowd. Different yeah, set and of she claims, watching. my nigga, that CBS leaked that part of the interview as quote unquote. I think clickbait. And in my mind, I'm like, but, uh, but if you are this lead journalist, you've been doing. Don't you have the final say? And Boy, for the please, we already know. For she the most the part, she say. has the final say. So technically, in my mind, you knew it was gonna. You knew how it was gonna hit. You know what Tommy was on, bro. You knew how it was going to hit, and you knew that niggas was going to hone in on that. Um, And just to go into the Snoop Dogg shit, Snoop Dogg shit was insane. Snoop Dogg wilded out. He wilded out. out. He He really did. He shouldn't have went as far as he went. Um, But I think my issue with this whole situation is people are focusing on the wrong things. Like, with, with the Snoop Dogg thing, yes, he went too far. He shouldn't have, you know, all the... Yo, my nigga, son. Um, he shouldn't he shouldn't have gone through all of that cursing and and calling her out her name and this that and the third. But at the end of the day, his point was valid, and his point was this is distasteful. And Gail was already receiving backlash for that. So yeah, there were a couple people who took it too far, but that shouldn't excuse what gail did now y'all trying to flip the narrative and make her a victim and it's like but you're not a victim in this situation you did something foul and when you do something foul you can't control how people are going to take it some people are going to be like yo you just did something foul some people are going to get real emotional he should have never went on social media and did all that but let's not change the conversation now to oh Wow, people just wilding out and this death threats and this, that, and the third. I, we get it. None, none of that should be happening. But let's stay on task as well. Like, yeah, let's call these people out. But then again, your shit was still foul. Like, let's not excuse it now. And I feel like that's I think, where we're going. I think they also have to realize that we're in the era of trolling. People just want to troll to just get to make a name for themselves. or just Including be, what she did. Yeah, just to get on any people's skin. So at the end of the day, she she have, they have to understand. Not to say that it's the right thing to do. I'm just saying you just gotta know when the fluff. What what's the fluff? And exactly. The you gotta know when it's just people wilding out because that's what social media has turned into. People hype being hyperbolic with their language, and when it's real. Like obviously Snoop Dogg was not gonna come get you, Gail King. Like we know we yeah, all know that. Like nigga, niggas took that, that, nigga that to another Snoop, level, bro. Yeah, that nigga Snoop with a soul just cut his eyes and kept it pushing. Yeah, like, we 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 know that that wasn't got too the case. much to lose too. So but that, that also I think plays back into the narrative of the audience that they're catering to because she almost reacted to it like how a scared white woman would react to seeing a, a black person make some comment that they felt was overly threatening or something like I that. I also think too, when I was watching um the Karen Hunter show, um, I feel as though Karen Hunter was 
um, low-key trying to create this narrative that Snoop Dogg's voice and his message is so, 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 so powerful that some little nigga or some chick or whoever really fucks with Snoop Dogg on like the crib is is going to go off on Gail and really try to find her and body. I was like, we're going to another level now. Gail, um, Cameron, you, you are creating this narrative now. And I don't think Snoop Dogg meant like what you saying, bro. Like, Gail, we coming for you. Like, I don't think he meant we really gonna come and try no, to kill you. No, he meant you. the black community. Yeah, they're is... gonna be on your ass now. <laughs> like, we not, we not, girl, we not trying to kill you. Why the fuck would we try to kill you? Facts, and I think, but people that have to realize crazy, man, that son. we as the black community, we're not standing by and just letting shit rock. No anymore. more, we not doing no, that. No this is calling you out on your bullshit. And we're smarter about yeah. what's happening Way in smarter. media. Facts. Way smarter. We can see when a black woman is being propped up to push. An, uh, an agenda against the community in a sense and again i'm not saying that kobe's case isn't like a, a main stake in his legacy or something that we shouldn't take into into consideration but time and place is everything and then uh, i'm gonna keep honing in on this point mm-hmm. how you decide to pick whoever it is that you're deciding to pick seems a little fishy because Facts. Gail knows about another reporter apparently who got hit with a bunch of sexual assault things. I mean, I was reading up on it the other day, but anytime someone asked her about it, it was more of a a political, a politically correct answer. It wasn't, oh, okay. I'm not taking sides type of answer. So if that's what you're doing and this person's white and then, but you're so ready to be like, but you wouldn't know. When it comes to Kobe, after the man just died a week before, that's just it. Just seems it's wacky, bro. Yeah, it's silly. Like, like you are a better journalist than that. Facts. You I agree with that? <laughs> you're you're way more advanced to know that. Oh, I shouldn't do this at this point in time. And if I do do it, it's going to be controversial. I know yeah. that. I know. I know that. Regardless I mean, of if they put that clip out, I as think she, she or knew not. it was going to be controversial. I think what she didn't expect was the black community reacting as yeah as swiftly as they did. Yeah, and she, her, and Oprah are not used to being in this position. No, where where the majority of folks are against the narrative that they're doing. Everybody's normally all for what. Yeah, but they themselves have to know it's risky. Because they know it will be on. I don't topics. think they do, bro. Because I feel so? like they're still stuck in the '90s. I said that before. They still yeah. stuck in that Ricky yeah, yeah. Lake era and of Ricky of, Lake. Ricky Lake was bad, by the way. She was bad. of white yeah. of white people uh-huh. kind of controlling the audience. That's the main audience, and that's not what the landscape is anymore. Like the main audience is not old white women in the Midwest. It's mm. it's becoming younger. It's becoming browner. And when we're talking about things like social media, <laughs> um, and when we're talking about things like social media, like that's hitting a whole different audience first. So before someone can come up with a narrative that seems like it's positive about what Oprah and Gail are doing, the negative is coming out because. You got black and brown people looking at it like, yo, what? Y'all looking like clowns right now. Like, mm. y'all not looking like y'all helping anybody. That's a fact. Big fact. I agree with that wholeheartedly, bro. I think that's what the reality is. It seems like it is, it's just counterproductive. Yeah. Counterproductive, and you're not helping. You're not doing nothing to further, you know, 
push our push our our community forward instead of just beating it down and making us look like more of a fool because if the flip of the coin to that is that y'all still kind of represent the black voice even though you might be appealing to that demographic they still look to you as that voice of oh this is what the black people are thinking right they still think that so even though you're appealing to them you were that voice from our side that appeals or to you them. start making certain things okay yeah so now it's okay for the white person to be like well you know wasn't he involved in that case you know should we really be celebrating him and now that water cooler talk is kind of muddled up. I mean, I saw it from Gail. I saw Gail King talking about it. So now it's like, I guess, my nigga, like, it's just, it's just like not the right time. And, and I don't want people to get it twisted. I'm not taking any acc- accolades away from Oprah or Gail. Mm-hmm. They're still main stakes in black culture, they black did a lot, history. Yeah, they did a lot for the culture. You, no one's taking that away. But when you fuck up, you fuck up. And you have to accept that. Don't you don't got to get canceled for it, but you got to accept being called out on your bullshit. Right. And and come up with a proper apology. I have yet to hear Gail apologize fully. It was more like pointing a finger. Oh, C- CBS fucked me over. CBS didn't put them questions in your mouth. Big facts. You had to come up with that commentary on your own. Yeah. Got to stop okay. blaming the network. Blame yourself. You wanted to ask that, that question. And... You just chose the wrong timing. And I'm not saying she should have never asked that question. I feel like the timing, too fucking close. It hasn't even been a month. Like, and then all the other shit that's been happening with with with, with Kobe, because Gail's not the only one. There's probably other, you know, news broadcast stations that we haven't even heard of yet that have weighed in and probably said some other fucking shit, but they're just not as big as Gail. Right. You know what I mean? Kobe shit is crazy. So I actually read a... Well, I read the headline of it, but it was a false article. The article was like Vanessa had committed suicide. I don't know if y'all peeped that. I was no, like, I see that. I, was like, I don't even want to give something to like a lot, son. The internet is real crazy, son. God people, damn. Yeah, people do the most to just get traffic and and get clicks and likes. It's it's really sad. I mean, I there's a like economy. Like there is a like economy out there, and there. There's a bunch of things with social media where it's monetized the more you get bodies and eyes looking at your stuff. So right. people do the sickest shit. Boy. I mean, as soon as Kobe died, there were people coming out with rest in peace Kobe shirts. Yo, first of all, the, the shit I didn't like, and even though I'm not going to lie, the shit looked fire. Um, I think like a, a, a few days after Kobe, uh, no, I think maybe a week past. I definitely saw like uh uh one of Michael Jordan's Jordans like they made it look like the Lakers jersey, like they had the purple and they had the the, the yellow on top. I was like that shit that shit did look fire, and then I just saw bomber jackets. I was like yo whoa niggas is really on it. Like a bom- I went to the website they really got bomber jackets for mm-hmm. Kobe. I was like all right we going into a different place. Yeah, we going into a different place. Monetizing <laughs> death is not cool to me i'm not really with it hey man there's people who make their living off that i I get it and i i know that memorabilia is important i'm not saying not to do it it's just there's definitely a very thin line between classy classy a classy way of doing it and a tasteless way of doing it Mm. so like toting that line is very very dangerous i feel like it's also very it's a very thin line yeah, that's a big fact. Very, very, very thin line because all that comes down to how you perceive that. But you know, people are always want to make a hustle, man. That's just how right. the game goes. Yeah, yeah. Because I know uh, the <laughs> the memorial is on the twenty fourth, 
So I know you know the private funeral happened already, right? Yeah, yeah, that yeah, happened, yeah, that private, happened already. Private yeah. fu- they're doing the memorial service though for, for the fans. Twenty fourth, two twenty fourth. That's his number and her number. Yeah, um, Gianna's number. But um, I already know there's gonna be niggas selling rest in peace Kobe Mad shit all shit, around bro. the Staples Center. It's gonna be wild. So, um, Meg the Stallion. Was involved in a domestic assault case. Wait, what? When she was 19 years old. Bro, we could see, bro, she's a big girl. She probably fucked that. Whoever she fought, fucked them up. She's actually a pretty decent sized chick. She's not Yeah, little. I think she's six something. Yeah. Yeah, Meg is like, Meg gotta be six four or some shit like that. I don't know if she's that tall, but I know she's in six feet for sure. That's interesting to me, bro. Why? I was watching a documentary. And how and with Taylor Swift, I was telling y'all. Yeah, you telling Taylor us, yeah. Swift is actually a big chick too. She looks tall. Nah, Taylor Swift is mad tall. Mad tall, son. I was like, all right. So apparently, what happened was Meg The Stallion found out that her boyfriend at the time was, was cheating, cheating on her, and she rocked the bitch. And no, she she hit him. Apparently, Whoa. in the street, they they were arguing. Ooh. It spilled out into the street, and then when she went, I guess to hit him, hit him. Uh, the police had pulled up just in time to see it. She got locked up. Mugshot is all over the internet. And I guess her cleanup for it was to do a live or or clean it up on her story or whatever. Um, but it does raise the question. I have a um, question though. Who who let the mugshot hit the surface? I don't know how it hit the hit. The, I always wonder how shit like that happened. Who knows, son? It, it could be uh, could be a variety of things. Bro. It could be someone trying to get famous. It could be a reporter who who wrote a blog about it. You think it, it was a news site? Maybe friends. Possibly. I don't know. I don't That's know. But wild. her mugshot, her mugshot just was all over the internet. Her mugshot probably looked crazy, right? Nah, she didn't look that bad in it. She looked like she was happy. No, she didn't look happy. Come on, son. <laughs> uh, but she meant to hit the nigga though. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> so, but through throughout her cleanup, though, she's smiling and laughing and giggling. Oh shit! And it just raises the question: if it was a nigga, obviously Meg is not going to get can- canceled off of this. No, no, no. She's no, not going to lose endorsements. She's not going to lose money. There's nothing that's going to happen to Meg. Gotcha. So, if it was a nigga, though, laughing on camera, done boy. And granted, I understand why that disparity exists. A, a man is much stronger. Than a woman in terms of like domestic violence, but that doesn't excuse it because, like you said, Meg is a big girl too, and I'm sure that her hits hurt. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Facts. Like, so I just think if we're going to get to this place where we're talking about equality, um, I think in terms of assault and battery and hitting each other and all of that, we need to get to an equal ground with that as well. I agree. But it, it, I don't know when we're going to get there because there's too many double standards. So, On on both ends, it's um, way more for the men than it is for women. Men than, than women, but... Like, um, against women, rather. Well, no, sidebar, didn't, didn't Bow Wow, wasn't Bow Wow half smiling in, in his mugshot, if I'm not mistaken, when he got scratched up by his chick, when they were scrapping? I have no idea. He, he kind of looked like he was smiling, bro. I ain't going to hold you. He, he had, like, a little smirk. I was like, this nigga Bow Wow, I just know boy. for me, <laughs> this nigga... I'm not cool with no domestic violence, nothing. Like, don't put yeah, your yeah. hands on me. Yeah. If I have to call the police on you, bro. It's over. Relationship is done. We're done. Yeah, yeah. Not, not seriously. Bro. That you, means your life's in danger. If you try to scratch my face, if you try to pick up an object, <laughs> if any type of blood, <laughs> hey, 
is is leaving my body so let me be direct if i'm bleeding bitch it's over it's not for me it's not for me that's that's just not the type of thing that i'm trying to do no that's not my life and i gotta call the police Nah, i'm good yeah like it's just i I understand that as a couple like you you, the point of a relationship is to ride ride certain things out together and learn how to coexist and stay a unit but there's just certain things i don't know how you recover from bro completely I i could take a smack I could take a smack. That one smack. Under, under certain circumstances. Under, like, it's some wild shit happening and I get a slap. I'm still going to be tight, but I, I haven't got, that. I haven't got slapped me? in a relationship in a minute. So I don't even know what that's like. I've never I've been, never been slapped. Oh, nah. I've never been slapped. I think I've been slapped, but I don't think I reacted with... I don't think I reacted with a real slap. I think I slapped back, but it wasn't like... The slap that I got. You incriminating yourself. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know, bro. You keep that to yourself. <laughs> I just um, edit point that one out. I've never gotten <laughs> slapped. I've gotten pushed. I've gotten the gesture of the slap. That pump fake. I've gotten slapped, but not a real slap. Wait, nigga, wait, wait, wait. I've Tom gotten on. pushed in the face. Tom, wait, wait mush? what? Hmm? Like got- that mush, like, yeah. oh. Yeah. Let's go back there. You said pump fake slap. Like what? What the fuck? Like yeah. she's about to slap you, but she didn't. Yeah, I mean that that to me, chicks really regular. still do that. That happens. I feel like that's a regular thing. If you're in a really heated more argument, bro, and she yeah. she really fessed up, bro, she gonna pump fake you. I'm, I'm I'm I'm. If not, she gonna come with the silly hand. <laughs> I'm looking like, like if you gonna pump fake, you might as well shoot the bucket, Kobe. I, I guess. don't know, bro. <laughs> I'll take I guess, that bro. pump fake, bro. <laughs> I've been, I've been in a situation right. where I wasn't a relationship, though, so I don't count it. Right. But the girl was upset and she slapped me, but it wasn't it wasn't a real slap to me. And it, I think it, it might have been on the body. It wasn't on the face. So I don't, I don't, she slapped you because she was tight at you about something you did or didn't do? Because it couldn't have been something you said. You're not that nigga. It not been... I, been confronted about something I said before. Okay. Um, it was something she shouldn't be have been mad about. It was none of her business. Right, it was none of her All business. Right. Me so. and her w- were not dating. Right, um, so. And she went through my phone. Alright. <laughs> Alright. All right. All right. So. Alright. And got upset at what she saw. Yeah. And. and <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And slapped me, and I was like, "What are you doing, son? Like, are you good?" Like I said, she slapped me, and then he asked her, "Are you good, bitch? You're not good if you slapped me." But it was actually in a weird place. I've been slapped in my face too, but that was like a play slap. It wasn't a real slap. I've never been like really like a girl is upset. Oh fuck you, nigga! And she and tries to yeah, and tries to take your shit off. So I never caught one. So nobody, so nobody tried to Chris Brown a bitch. What? <laughs> nigga, what is wrong no, with you tonight? I'm, I'm asking a real question. No, nigga. No. If you've never been in a situation where Shorty really, really, really violent, you're like, yo, honestly? Honestly, bro, thank God I've <laughs> never been in a predicament where I had to really wild a bitch out. Okay. To be honest with you, I've okay. never been in that situation okay. where I felt that threatened. Okay. That I had to go to that point. Okay. Yeah, I've never been in that predicament before. All right. No. I don't believe in that, so that's not... I'm not saying you got to believe in it. I'm just saying, quote-unquote, I mean, well, then again, we didn't talk about it yet, but 
definitely uh there's definitely the organ an organization out there that is trying to take back this heat of the moment shit and trying to make that shit a real thing where if you get tight at somebody you can't say in court it was a heat of the moment that's why i did it that shit is about to get expunged but i feel like sometimes there are heat of the moment situations where something in the brain chemically goes wrong because some shit happens and you ain't know you was gonna react that way and that's why you gotta remove yourself that's why I always advocate uh, for removing yourself. Nah, I hear you, brother. I, I think do. It's, I think it's a variation of different you. things. I think it's it all depends on your mindset. Sometimes I feel like if you're really caught up in the moment and you feel, especially when you know you're not in the wrong and you're really just trying, trying to, to defend yourself, yeah. I think sometimes things just lead to what I think it just, in that point in time, I think where the problem comes down to most times mm. is that they put the blame on us for having self-restraint. I feel like it's a two-way street because at the same time, the same way we could pull out that self-restraint, the female could do the same thing. Absolutely. I think the two the two issues with it is, one, we can't have our cake and eat it, too. We can't be like, oh, women are overly emotional and then be like, but they're supposed to have restraint, too. Like, we have to pick one. I don't think I don't think women are children. I don't think that they're over, overly emotional. I think that they're in control just as much as we are. I think society just has that allowance and they're aware of that allowance that yeah. if I can't get my way verbally, I can still put hands on person to get them to understand, which you never let somebody understand that way. The other part of it that I think is an issue is a lot of this, a lot of arguing with somebody is attached to ego and you have to know your ego and you have to understand yourself. So when you're arguing with somebody, you start to see yourself getting to a point where you're okay with, yo, next thing they say, I'm about to yoke them up or I'm about to feel like I need to do this. Or if you start to see it starting to get physical, you have to kind of check your ego and get yourself out that situation. I think that's easier said than done, though, bro. It's not. It's not because we all know when things are getting out of control. I feel like it's easy to be like, Yo, I should no longer be here. I think that's not a hard thing to that we can I've, gloss over. I've only been in one situation like that where I knew I wasn't supposed to be there, but I was trying to end things in a great way, and my life was threatened. And once my life was threatened, then I um, decided to leave. But at that point, I didn't have any of my shit. Um, all of the stuff that I had, I had like took a sweater off, think I took my glasses off, mm-hmm. and all of my shit was taken up by said person. And it was like, you know, you got a few seconds to get the fuck out of here before one of us gets fucked up, and it's not gonna be me. And that's a that's where it would and that's be when unfair, I left, right? But that would be yeah. one of those unfair situations because let's say your phone was there or something of great value to you yeah. was still there. My glasses, bro. That it, in that, that particular type of situation, it'd be harder, in my opinion, to leave. But that, but think about it, bro. Nine, let me not say nine on the ten, but I feel like most times niggas is in predicaments where Shorty has their phone. Yo, give me my phone. Yo, it, one thing leads to the and next. Shorty break it. Shorty breaks your phone or refuses to give you back your phone. Now you're in a predicament where you're just like, if I do walk away and I leave my phone here. It's a wrap. That's a wrap. Yeah, it's a wrap for that. I'm I just a- think that when you weigh out the options, not... 
Nine times out of ten, walking away will always be the better. Option. I probably would leave but my I don't phone. Think, to be honest, I think you're 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 taking into consideration that at that point you're still rational. No, not at all. I just think that if you if you already have said ideas in your mind, there's there is very uh, like there's no space for the most part that I can see myself whether I'm rational or not because. Even when I'm heated, like even if I'm in a heated argument with said person, I know the point where I'm like, this isn't going to go well. That like, regardless of it, not not in my mind being physical. One, I'm not getting through to this person. We're just arguing now. I need to remove myself. Like, and I think that we all have that capacity. I just don't think a lot of us take advantage of that capacity, and a lot of us may not. There's some people. I, I want to say a lot of people. There's some people that have never seen that. So they've seen the opposite. When they get heated, they got to let it out. And then it turns into a da-da-da-da. And then now you either have a charge on your name that you can never get off or you in jail. Mm -hmm. And so for me, I always know that I always keep those things to the forefront. So if I see Shorty getting super heated, I'm like, we can go back and forth. But once I see that it's... Once I see that you're doing a lot of name calling, mm-hmm. once I see that you're starting to curse at me a lot, mm-hmm. once I see that you're starting to say things that you're trying to intentionally like get me upset, mm-hmm. now it's time for me to dip mm-hmm. because we're not having a conversation no more. Dang. You're trying to get a reaction now. Once I realize that you're changing uh, the conversation from being an argument to wanting a reaction, all right, cool. I know what time it is. <laughs> right, before you say something that maybe will trigger some shit that I didn't know was there, I see what you're doing. I got to get the fuck up out of here. And I think that everyone has that ability. It's just hard for some people who've never seen that. Like, like I know, like when Shorty had my phone, I was like, yo, what are you doing? <laughs> Give me my phone back. She could have threw the shit and cracked it or whatever. I still wouldn't have, I don't see myself putting my hands on. I'd have been like, yo, never again will you see my face. <laughs> like, is that, that's where we are right now. You True. broke my shit unless you pay for it. And even when you pay for it. Yeah, even like, when you pay for it, it's a dub. Fuck it, it, it just tells me your capacity. And if that's yeah. your capacity, I don't want to be around that because I don't know where that goes. That could end up putting me in a bad posi- position. I don't know. I, it's it's hard for me to say, I guess. Um, I don't. Th- I think in my, in my mindset, the times we have gotten to that point in my relationship, it's a bit more harder to walk away because it, there's a bit more invested in it. Mm-hmm. So you have to really think long and hard about what you're going to say and how it's going to, how it's going to affect the long part of it. Especially what you're going to say, because nigga, you, y'all sleep in the same bed, y'all live in the same house. Yeah. But I think that that's where that's different. I think that's where the responsibility is different between men and women. Is you have to be extremely careful of what you say in the relationship because you're yeah. trying to calm it down for the most part. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying this is every relation. I'm not saying this is every dynamic between no, men and women because there's definitely men that escalate shit men too. That but escalates it, yeah. I think that the the responsibility is kind of a little bit. It's not as much on women because it's like, at least in my from my experience, women will purposely say things that they know will that fuck they know you up. Will trigger you. They, they know the trick. That's like we know a lot of times you you know what trigger words work for certain women, but. Men won't. I don't see a lot of men going down that road. 
Abusive men. Abusive men is are a whole other men, st- but, but I'm talking about in regular, re- in regular, regular relationships. Mm-hmm. Most men don't, and even for me, bro. Like the other day, me and me and Tiff had to have a long conversation because I was like, "Yo, we can't argue no more in front of in front of Dante mm. because." You know what time it is. He know what time it is, and two, I don't want him to feel that this is an, is an acceptable way to talk to, to, to women. Talk, exactly. Mm. You feel me? And vice versa, I don't want him to feel like this is an acceptable way for women to talk to him. Right. You feel me? So because that will get internalized. Will, yeah, it does, and it starts now. Mm. You feel me? So me and her, I was like, yo, like if we started to have an argument, and I was just like, I chose to calm down. Mm-hmm. I, and I told her, I was like, yo, we want to talk later. And then when I finally got a chance to speak to her in private, I was just like, yo, like, he's sitting there watching us. And he's starting to analyze our conversations. Right. And I'm just like. Subconsciously. We, he's yeah, not even thinking about it. He's not, but he's he's observing enough that. It's both. It's a duality. Subconsciously, he's seeing it and his brain is just. Making a schema of mm-hmm. okay, daddy and mommy having a conversation, but then on the flip side of it, he's also seeing that word is a bad word or mm-hmm. that tone is a bad tone. I know the difference between good tones and bad tones. Obviously, mm-hmm. at this age, he knows that. And oh, daddy's talking harshly, mommy's talking harshly, mm-hmm. and how all of that is coming together is oh, this is either healthy or not healthy. Or he doesn't have the capacity to realize, to realize the difference what between the difference is. And I'm just like, me and her agreed to it. And now we try to dial back. If we're getting into a confrontation, we try to go back and not dive into it as much and just back off the conversation and then reapproach it at a different time. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I think it's a, it's an important thing. But, you know, it depends on your maturity and, and, and how quick and, and how much you're willing to think things through. I mean, it's hard. It's hard. It's not easy. I. I'm a calm person for the most part in general. There's very little that's gonna trigger me. Like I'm I can't speak for everybody else. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like I know distinguish is much easier to, to get triggered by something than I am. Facts. Not saying it's good or bad, but I just know that for me it takes it almost takes you like me being like, Oh snap, you really trying to hurt me. Like you you throwing haymakers right now for me to be like I, you might want to defend yourself. Like, mm-hmm. words, I'll look at you and be like, you don't believe that. So, I'm not even going to take... Like, unless you... Unless I'm really like, yo... And even then, that's always like a hindsight thing for me. Like, in the conversation, I'm calm. Like, all right, whatever. Like, not calm in a sense of I'm not going back at you, but I'm not getting to no point where I'm internalizing it. Mm-hmm. I might go back and then be like, yo, so-and-so said, really said that? That's how they really feel? Mm-hmm. All right, cool. Can't fuck with you. But in the moment, I'm just like, all right, you done yet? You good? Like, all right, cool. We're we're done. Like, we're not having this conversation. I'm a type of thing. I'm going to go back and forth with you. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go back and forth with you. Part of the time, sometimes, I'm going to go back and forth with you because a lot of times I just feel like an argument may be based on something that's not even necessary to go back and forth on. Mm-hmm. A lot of times it's just proving my point. I'm going to be like, no, I'm going to prove my point because I'm going to show you that this argument should have never happened in the first place. Because a lot of times certain things just get provoked. And then with women, women don't know. And in my opinion, I feel least, I feel a lot of women, they don't know how to back off. It's like the argument can end with them in defeat. <laughs> I mean, I think that goes back to my point of a little bit of the, that responsibility doesn't really lie on them as much. Nah, they, they don't care. They'll keep the argument. And it's up to you to be like, all right, I'm over it now. Like, I'm done yeah. with this conversation. 
Yeah. Because I, I, I do feel like the onus at times is kind of on the man because if it gets escalated to a point where she wants to hit you, you can't do nothing back. You can't really do anything back. Nah, you can't. Just let her rock. Well, not saying let her hit you, but... But in societies, you can't do nothing back. I ain't gonna nah. hold you, bro. A chick comes in with a knife. I'm two-piece in a biscuit. I'm sorry. If my life is in danger, bro, I, I am think anybody's life is in danger. Myself. You can defend yourself. I feel like I in that point, nigga, would myself. definitely body slam her real quick. Like, what are you doing? I think you don't have a choice. You will die. <laughs> Get if badly she, wounded, my friend. If she hits you in the right place... If she slashes the right artery, yeah, you'll bleed out. It's a wrap for you. Yeah. And that kind of ties in, I guess, to this Amber Heard, Johnny Depp situation. I didn't even know Johnny Depp was canceled. I didn't even know Wait. what that, that nigga's still alive. Wait, canceled for real? Niggas was trying to cancel Johnny Depp. I think, I don't know if he was still slated for um, Pirates of the Caribbean movies that were supposed to come out or not. From but Disney, wow. I feel like he might have had some on the table and they they released a statement saying that they were no longer going to work with him. Pulled back. That's wild. Um, wild. And it's because his, I believe it's his ex-wife now, Um, Amber Heard. I pray to God it's his ex-wife. Fuck. Put out allegations that he abused her. Oh, that's wild. And he stayed silent. He didn't really go at her. But then some audio was released recently that basically showed that she was the abuser. Interesting. So basically in the audio, they're having a conversation and she's like, this is really weird conversation. She's like, why would you walk away from me? And he's like, when you're in that state and when you're talking like that, like there's nothing else for me to do. And he's like, and then when you're getting physical with me, I have no choice but to walk away. And she's like, no. We're married. You're not supposed to walk away from me ever. And he's like, yo, what are you talking about? Like, I'm not sitting. He's like, what I will not allow is for things to get physical between us. He's mm. like, I'm, I do not want that. I'm not down for that. Mm. And then she's just like, I'm sorry. I just can't control myself. I don't know what to do. Like, and he basically, they that conversation goes back and forth for a while. And then finally, it just comes to this conclusion of, all right, we're good now, whatever it is. But she put out allegations as if he was abusing her all the time. And it seems like, at least from that audio, one, she admits to hitting him, but he never said he put hands on her. Mm-hmm. So it just seems like she put those allegations out there just Just to out put of spite. it out there out of spite to, that she knows it going to fuck his career up. And clearly it did. So I don't know. shit, boy. Sketchy, bro. It's real sketchy, so I don't know. I mean, and that goes back to y'all point last week. Um with some of these people who just put out certain information knowing damn well. I mean, the Meek Mill, Nikki situation. But that's really, I don't know. I pray to God I'm never in no situation like that. I pray to God I don't date no girl that's like that. It may happen. If it does, bro, you just got this, this, and especially with with, with dating younger women now who firmly believe in smacking a nigga, who firmly believe that they these chicks love to fight and love to be physical. You got to catch the signs early. You got to catch it. That first time she does some walkie shit. Yep. Yeah, having argument. a simple argument over spaghetti. And she's talking about, say some slick shit, I'm going to smack the shit out of you. <laughs> That's it right all there. All I ask you if you want rigatoni or penne. That's all I was trying to know. 
<laughs> Are you talking about you gonna smack the shit Say out of some me? Silly Say silly shit, like, and I'm gonna slap the shit That's out wild. of you. To argue it over marinara or fucking Alfredo sauce. <laughs> she talking about you gonna smack the shit out of you? You ask that her ain't again. It. No, that ain't sir. It. I will pass. If, if you would not say that in front of my mother, because you know she will slap the shit out of you, <laughs> don't say it to me. Um, so the XFL started February 8th, and they were trying to recruit Colin Kaepernick to be part of the league. What's the XFL? XFL was started by Vince McMahon and is basically a smaller NFL league. Okay. So it started Vince February eighth. It's not. It started in two thousand and one. They had like a season in two thousand and one. It was just one a one off, and then they restarted it back up. So when they did it, it was kind of like some corny shit. Like it was almost like the WWE version of NFL. Of NFL. I guess somebody told them, "Listen, Vince, that shit ain't it. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go back to the drawing board." And they said, "All right, we're going to take this shit seriously now." Mm-hmm. So before he was only willing to invest a hundred million, now he's willing to invest a, a five hundred million into oh, the league. Okay, so it has eight teams, um, but like the quarterbacks as of now only make two hundred and fifty thousand, and I think some of the regular players um, make somewhere around fifty k or something. It's like, like a D league. Yeah, essentially. Okay. So, um, but that's still dope though because I don't think there's much of those in 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 in, in the football arena. Nah, there isn't. Um, but they basically said Colin was asking for too much money. Oh, okay. So they they didn't recruit him. Um, but yeah, yeah I don't know if that adds anything to the story of Colin and this NFL situation. I still don't know what the fuck he's trying to do. I still yeah. don't know if he's trying to play football. On on the flip side of things, I think that's a good look. I think that's I a, think it would have been a great look. I it, think that's a good for both look. for both parties for both parties and just in general. I think that that's needed in those major sports. You got to have a lot of minor leagues that are also given. If you don't make it to the NFL, you still have a good career that you could go and play. And for. it's on like Fox and ABC. Like it's not on like. Oh, it's not even no play play. Cable. Shit. Yeah, it's like on real channels. So I do feel that basically their thing is we're still a startup league. So we can't offer you, no I think, crazy he, money. you know, 25 million or something like that for you to play. Maybe the, the max they was probably going for is five mil. Like we can give you possibly five mil. And he probably was like, nah, I was making 50 mil mm-hmm. before. So why am I going to go back type shit? But it's a smaller league dipshit. Yeah, it's like, but they're going to make you the face of this shit. You're going to be the number one. I don't know. For me, it would be a great look for him to do that. But um, speaking of WWE, The Rock's daughter decided she wanted to be part of WWE. Is that is that The Rock's daughter? Oh, I don't know. I don't know who's his daughter. I've never seen her before. I've never. Heard, I never knew he had a daughter. I, never, I knew he had kids. I knew he had kids. Never knew sure. he had a daughter that was into wrestling. I though. When children. I saw that shit, I was like, "Wait, what? Wait, so she really wants to be a pro and looks like she's pretty dead ass." Well, good luck to her. Best of luck. Yeah. Yeah. Best yeah. of luck. Peter says that the word pet is derogatory. Let's move on. (laughs) Moving right along. (laughs) Jussie Smollett is re-indicted. Good for that. Yo. (laughs) Good for him. (laughs) And Amanda Seals is out here saying he's low-key noble for the stunt that he pulled. I don't know what. She needs to get I don't. Her take sometimes. I don't know. I I just think that she just be. She's going to fall in some shit because she goes for Super outlandish takes. Just to try to get some fucking 
clicks, bro. I, I feel yeah, like I it, bro. I feel like it. Um, Gervonta Davis was charged with battery for that video that circulated of him choking up his girl. Um, I didn't really want to go into that shit before. Only so time you're supposed to be choking your girls during sex. Facts. <laughs> and she if, wants if that. She likes if it. she likes it. <laughs> if she, she likes it. it. Don't go. Don't be out here. This nigga had a whole basketball game or whatever the fuck he was pulling up and choking her up, up, son. What are you doing, bro? Goofball, my fucking. Nigga. It ain't never that real in the streets, bro. Never, never that real never. in the streets, bro. I could have seen, I could see my girl at a game with another nigga, and I'd be like, "All right, bitch, you're not getting in the house. <laughs> That's it. You gonna come Spicy. to the door, push that key in. What the fuck? I'm gonna look. The whole lock window. has changed. You good? Go to that nigga's house. <laughs> That's where you need to be now. Facts. Or his hotel, whatever. Or whatever. It is. I don't give a fuck. You go to his limousine for all I care. Nice. And finally, the finale of Power. How we felt about that? Trash. And I, I called it, and I and 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 I never say that about power. I hated it. I Sorry, hated it wasn't that bad, son. It was just predictable. The acting was fucking horrible, bro. I'm sorry, um, Michael, Michael Rainey Jr. Yo, that last scene, bro. I was expecting more from you, bro. You were trash. Ghost character was believable as fuck. His character was trash. Sorry, I hated it, and also too hated it for the fact that. A lot of people kept saying that um, they hated how it was shot. And I was trying to remind my friends, like, yo, it's shot from different perspectives. So what happened in Tommy's perspective, it ain't going to happen the same exact way in, Tosh, in Tasha's perspective. Tommy's uh, perspective, Tasha had her back towards, towards Tommy. Him, yeah. We all remember this. But Tasha was actually on her on knees, and I knees. thought he was going to do her execution style. But he didn't. Or well, he didn't. You know that just I mean? goes to show you that in Tommy's mind, he was being lenient. In Tommy's and mind, in Tasha's yeah. mind, she he she was being overly aggressive. She was being overly mm. aggressive. Yeah. But when Tasha set up Q, I was like, this hood. Right That's right. the only that shit, shit about so that whole that shit was that, that was stupid crazy, to me. That shit was so silly Because I was just like, me. you didn't even think that shit through. That was like the dumbest. I, I had this argument with one of my friends the other day. And, and there's chicks like, out there that would do what she did. Yes. Yeah, but it was poorly thought through, yeah, bro. Yeah, bitches were really doing it. You think this be, nigga was going to think that shit through? For all y'all niggas to be drug dealers and killers and masterminds. We, we expect a different level of smart. Yeah. For for the last five seasons, that's what y'all been. And so in the sixth season, y'all all niggas is just silly. All silly billy. <laughs> y'all niggas is silly billies. Never get caught. Never do dumb shit. And y'all that much in a in a fucking clutch that you can't think things through. That all of y'all in, in I, fucked I up mean, predicament. I understand it because the whole point of it was for Tasha to end up in jail. So they needed a reason to put her in jail. But they could have eased he they could have had that same scenario without her trying to put him in jail. Talk he could have just went straight to the store and they could have been and she could have I don't know. He could have told on her. Because that whole time, it almost made it seem like he was so loyal to her to a fault. He could have been the one that just turned coat on her like, yo, nah, what she was on some silly if, shit. If, if in the end result, this nigga was undercover, that would have made the whole shit. That would have been cool, too. It would have been different. It would have been like, oh, snap. The whole time this nigga was undercover? All right. That's dope. I would have respected that. Yeah. It would have been slightly different, but... They turned. She flipped on the nigga, and then... First of all, you're having sex with the nigga when you call the feds call in. Call the feds in. And that you, was wild. And you tell him, no, I mean, he's I mean, the one who killed I mean, those. shout out to that was her first sex scene in like two seasons. Shout out to the titties. Them titties. I was like, oh my God. This is her first Thank sex you. scene. That was nice. 
Thank you so much. Thank you so much, man. Those, fuck, those fucking melons, man. I was more annoyed about the show. The sex scene made it slightly worth it. It did. It did. <laughs> fucking did. I, 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 I wish I was cute. I've been yeah. saying this shit was trash, man. It was uh, all right. I, I, like, I didn't, I, I didn't it was, not like It was this, predictable, though. I did not like I this, said this, it, bro. this series, though, the season finale. I did not like it. It was just, I felt it, it super it felt rushed. rushed. It, it rushed, felt rushed. Rushed. Like, niggas was just rushed. was like, yo, how we going to clean this up? It was rushed. I don't think Ghost should have died. I don't, I don't think that plot point was executed well. Mm, um, heard you. Like, I, I get it. We all called the fact that Tariq was going to now get the spinoff mm-hmm. and be yes. selling in, in college. Shout out to Tariq. So I, I get it. I And I, I guess they wanted to close any possibility of it having to return back to, to Ghost. Ghost. yeah. You know, if Ghost is still alive, we're not going to really be invested in Tariq. In Tariq, yeah. But with Ghost being dead, I almost don't feel invested in anybody. You know? I mean, I think, I don't know what the, the other books are going to entail. It's gonna be kind of interesting as because I see they they reveal the other four books, but yeah, Tommy's looks the most interesting. Tommy's one looks interesting, but that's also not coming out right now. And I don't know what the other books build up. Are they mini series? Are they movies? Um, right, I pray to God they're not all series. Right now, um, on backstage, uh, they're casting for book three, Kanan, and they're looking for um people to play soldiers. So I'm thinking maybe Kanan, somebody went to the military. So we about to find out a backstory, but right now on backstage for actors, they're looking for like people that look like they've been in the military. I'm just trying to figure out: are they all? I think there might be mini series. I, don't I think, hope some of them. They're gonna be. There's gonna be one main series. I can't really give it away, but one of them is gonna be a main series, and one of them is gonna be some shit that I can't say. But it's not gonna be what the fuck we're used to with power. It's gonna be something because even they're shooting it differently too. I was going to say the yeah, only way that I'd be cool way. with all of these books, and I still wouldn't be cool with all of them, is if they're different genres. Yeah. So one is, is still like power. It's continuing with the action, the suspense, and things like that. But then the other one might be a love story. And it's like focusing on raising Canaan, but the dynamics between a household that has love lost or whatever and then another one being more political. You know what I'm saying? Like maybe it follows Tate and the political side of the world and is more shot on that. That's the only way I see this shit work because you can't have just four streams of power happening and it's all the same story. Mm. And the only other way is to, is if they try to do some Marvel cinematic shit where each series ties into another so thing another that we one. saw. I think, I think that might be how it was, and it might just be spinoffs of different characters and what they're doing. And I do what I feel like they, they're going to do is because remember, Power wasn't playing in the the winter before, mm-hmm. so they might do a a winter summer shit, mm-hmm. or they might do a, a seasonal if it's four new books. It might be winter because I think the next one happens. I think the next. I think book two drops in summertime. If yeah, so it mistaken. might be summer, fall, spring, winter spring, type winter. shit. All right, well let's let's see well, how it spring, plays out. Summer, whatever. Either way, shout outs to the power team, man. Y'all, y'all did it. It was a great series. Yeah, I'd One watch it favorites. again. I would. I might end up watching, rewatching it. To be honest with you, I, nice. I when they were showing the flashbacks to season one, I I kind of loved 
like I I reminisced like yo yeah. season one was popping like I, I might back end to up rewatching it because I think it's always good when you rewatch a show you get details that you missed out before yeah so certain things you might have just overlooked I might just powwow through it one of these weekends and just two bit was definitely the realest nigga realest nigga boy shout out to that nigga shout out to him and that's I'm, a fact I miss my nigga Julio so I definitely gotta. Gotta, gotta just go gotta back go and back. check it. Right? Julio was the realest nigga too before they killed him. Before they killed him. Um, tough knot. Tough knot, nigga. I'm tired as fuck, man. I don't know what the fuck to say for a tough knot. What I will say is that um, we have a lot of uh great things happening tomorrow. When you guys uh, hit this episode, it'll be a Tuesday, so maybe I'll give you guys an update. Probably do a little live. Tough knot. Um, mind your business and uh, stay protected. Valentine's Day is tomorrow. Facts. Uh, yeah, you you guys will get this after Valentine's Day, but um, side niggas are still winning. By the way, I've seen some shit. Good luck. I would say, um, I mean, we talked a lot about the differences in the levels of love that people have between one another, and then sometimes it gets heated, sometimes it gets out of control, sometimes it's unhealthy. And sometimes it's not easy to notice that that's the situation that you're in. But do your due diligence and be as mindful as you possibly can. Because we're trying to raise people of color that know what real love is. Like We're trying to raise this next generation to truly understand what love is and not toxic love and not broken homes and, and hurt people, hurting people and hurt people trying to love. Like, we just want to build a generation that knows what it is to be in a safe and loving environment. So, you know, that means doing some work. Sometimes that means doing work in the relationship and fixing the relationship from being that point A to point B. But sometimes that means looking at the relationship and realizing that there will never be a point B in this particular shit and you need to leave it. And then sometimes it, need, it means as a single person doing the work that you need to do on yourself to bring yourself to another level in life where you can accept other people in your life. Um, because if you haven't done the work, if you're hurt, if you're damaged, it's very hard for you to give your all to somebody else. So that's what dad would say. Another episode of dad has some bow ties. I think we're at an hour 20, hopefully. Uh, and we out. Peace.